0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. There are many amazing things to ponder or think on in creation. Among the greatest wonders of all is the mind or attitude of Jesus that moves him to become Savior. His mind is the mind of God, but somehow within that mindset is the will to become a little lower than the angels in order to save a lost and rebellious people. Today on Drawing Near, we begin to examine this mindset of our Lord's, and we try to understand a little of how we are to possess the same attitude. So let's open our Bibles to Philippians chapter 2 and prepare for the mind of Jesus. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And Father, it's an amazing thing to consider how part of the Holy Trinity, Jesus, could leave heaven and come to this earth to be tempted by sin and yet resist, to humble himself and become obedient unto a death that would be our substitute, that would provide us with forgiveness of sin and through faith, the promise of a resurrection and eternal life. He did all of that, Father, for your glory and for his and for our salvation. Father, I pray that you would help us to understand this more and more today, that we would take time to not only listen, but we would take time to think and to consider. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As Paul talks to the Philippian people about their mindset, how they are to be united in the way they think, like-minded, they're to have the same love, be of one accord, of one mind, that they're not to function through selfish ambition or conceit, but rather with lowliness of mind or humility, they're to consider others as more important than themselves. And rather than look out only for their own interests, they are also to look out for the interests of others. As he progresses through this process, through this instruction, he brings up the supreme example, and he does so by saying, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. He says that in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. When he tells us to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, he's not simply telling us to mimic Jesus' actions, his behaviors. But rather, we are being told that we need to think like Jesus because it's our thought process, our heart, that guides what we do. We're not simply to mimic Jesus, we're to become like him. We're to think like Him. Our motives for what we do are to be the same things that motivated Him. We are to understand the mind of Christ, the thought processes, the attitudes of Christ, and that is to become our mindset. That is a tremendous ask. It is beyond comprehension to even consider understanding Jesus' mind. But that's what we're told to do here. So what does it take to understand the mind of Christ? Well, at the very basic level, we must read the Word of God. Because the Word of God tells us about the mind, the character, the actions, the commands of God. And Jesus is God. So to know God the Father is to know Jesus Christ the Son. We learn that in John chapter 14. Secondly, we need to pray. We need to be in communication with our Heavenly Father. We need to think and ponder. The Bible calls this meditating on the things of God, the mind of God. What moves Jesus? We need to ask questions like this, and then we need to meditate further on how we can develop such a mindset, not just a pattern of living but rather a pattern of thinking. Because when our mind is truly changed, then we will be more and more like Jesus in our thinking and our conduct. We're told in Romans chapter 12, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's not telling us what happens that tells us what we are to cause to happen. We are not to be conformed to this world. We're not to choose to be like this world, but rather we are to choose to be transformed. We are to engage in the process of mental transformation, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And our mind is renewed as we fellowship with God, as we study His Word, as we engage with the body of believers as we walk in the Spirit and do not gratify the desires of the flesh, and as we practice thinking and doing what Jesus would have us to do. So what was the mind of Christ? We're told in verse 6, Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself no reputation taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Quite honestly, the New King James or the King James translation here in verse 6 is a bad translation. It's not clear at all. What's really being said here in verse 6, and you can see this in the New American Standard or the English Standard or the NIV, who, being in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped or clung to or held on to. That's the idea. Jesus is and was God. But he did not consider his equality with God something to be clung to. Rather, he let go of that and became a little lower than the angels. This is the mind of Christ, the mind of lowliness, the mind of meekness, the mind of humility and submission. Verse 7 tells us, But he made himself of no reputation. He emptied himself of all that he was, and he took on the form of a bondservant coming in the likeness of men. The perfect God, the second part of the Holy Trinity, who created all things, and without him was not anything made that was made, emptied himself, and he became part of that creation. Born in Bethlehem born of a virgin, God who cannot sin or be tempted with sin, nor tempts anybody with sin, according to James. In the form of a man, the Lord Jesus became tempted in every way, just like we are yet without sin. To think about the mind that is behind Jesus's move to go from being in the very form of God to coming in the likeness of men takes time and serious consideration. And that's what we are told to do here. But we're not just told to consider it. We're told to have the same mind that empties ourself of self. You may be entitled to a certain attitude or a certain perspective. You may be entitled to a certain level of honor and respect from others. But you are to empty yourself and become lowly. I am to empty myself and become humble, submissive, yielding. I am to make myself of no reputation and take on the form of a bondservant. This is the mind of Christ, and we are to let this mind be in us. I strongly encourage each one of us today to spend more and more time reading the words of Jesus Reading about the life of Jesus, thinking about why he said what he said, why he did what he did, but primarily focusing on the cross, where the Holy Son of God became our sin so that we could bear his righteousness. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That's how far he went in emptying himself, and his mind is supposed to be our mind. Father in heaven, I thank you for your love for us and for the love Jesus Christ has for us and for you and how he glorified himself and you through his humility and his service. Father, thank you for our great salvation. Thank you that we today can bow our knee, bow our hearts and lives before the Lord Jesus Christ as his humble servants grateful for the way he served us. Guide and direct us as we seek to become more like Jesus in mind and behavior. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page drawing near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.